Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello there, my very good friends. I'm Andy. This is Adam. We're back with another wrestling Q&A. Let's go. Let's get more hate on the internet. Uh, first question today comes from <laughs> Big Jezza, who says, you're welcome for the thumbnail on the last video, Boy and Andy. I've got a name. <laughs> Let's go to question this time. Who are your favourite and least favourite comedy wrestlers? Uh, I thought we'd better start off with this one, given Big Jezza literally gave us... The most incendiary possible thumbnail. He, he said Bret Hart. Thankfully, everyone was quite nice about yeah, it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Be- favorite and least favorite comedy wrestlers, right? My favorite comedy wrestler of all time, aside from the giant panda, who doesn't count. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's not a real wrestler, it's a panda. <laughs> Toru Yano. Yeah. The absolute king. A lot of New Japan fans get sick of his shtick, not me. I say, if you're tired of Yano rolling people up, tying people around, ring posts, trying to sell DVDs, playing every dirty trick in the book, you're tired of Yano, you're tired of life. Yeah, that's the point, isn't it? It's, it's like, he can't keep getting away with this, and then he does yeah. every year. Yeah, it's it's great fun. Like, I pop at all of his nonsense. So, like, it's my favourite re- my favorite comedy wrestler of all time. My least favourite is more of an era of a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when the Good Brothers and AJ Styles were feuding with The New Day? And they were doctors in lab coats that had a testicle in a jar... They ported... Dana Brooke a nurse for them she, briefly. She was a... Yes, a statistician, I was going to say, but that was Titus Worldwide. <laughs> so a number of different roles. Uh, that was the drizzling poops. Mm. So, yeah, that's my least favourite. Can I have Santino and Santina Morella for each? That's a great answer. <laughs> I liked Santino. I hated Santina. Um, but also Brodus Clay, because... Uh, that guy. His... <laughs> We're not even a minute in. We probably are. Yeah, history has uh, informed that. I mean, he's gone on to do some great things. It's just, you know. To be fair, he's an even better comedy wrestler today than he was back then, isn't he, old Tyrus? So, I guess a fair entry. Who's going to argue with that? Yeah. Our truth's good, though. You know, Orange Cassidy, I should say Orange Cassidy for one of my favourites, because, like... He was the last glimmer of hope I had before the start of the pandemic when he had that match with Pac yeah. at um, Revolution. And the fact he's still, like, he's tweaked it, obviously, now. But, I mean, fair play for that run that he's had yeah. as international champion. Yeah, and, yeah, it, I think if I, it's it's not so broad. I mean, it is broad, obviously, but it's not so, like, for the kids, like, say, our truth was. Like, oh, what are you bloody yeah. doing pulling out a ladder in a rumble or whatever? But I, uh, I don't mind it. It's just yeah. cheer up. I also really like Cole Cabana's Superman pin. Way That takes a lot of coordination yeah. as well. Like, somehow not flying past the person when he yeah. pins them. I think most comedy wrestlers 
They deserve more credit, don't they? They really do, because the way they work their shtick into pro wrestling, I'm in awe of anyone who has an outlandish gimmick that just doesn't kill psychology dead. Orange Cassidy's the best of that. He's yeah. the man. Uh, fire over to my question here, and this is where we start getting spicy. Uh, this one is probably a thumbnail on this as well, actually. Yukinari. Uh, one, two, three, four. Says, hello, gents. We all have our personal biases within wrestling. Oh, boy. Especially based, it gets it gets better. Especially based on when we started watching. I started during the Spinner Belt and WWE ECW era. Because of this, I actually liked the Spinner Belt for a while and hated the big logo belt uh, oh. when it was replaced. Do you have any examples of this yourself? So I guess just personal biases. What have we got? Rock's better than Stone Cold. Oh, yeah. I grew up when The Rock was front and center. I think I just got into the WWF and I was like, well, I don't know who that guy is, but he's like literally my hero. He's yeah. my favorite wrestler of all time. And I believe Stone Cold um, didn't put anyone over on the way out. So uh, The Rock is a better wrestler for me and uh, more important. Maybe not more important. Fair enough. Stone Cold did literally have one of the most important feuds in WWF history. He's, yeah. But I prefer The Rock. That's having said that, having said that, it was quite nice to see Stone Cold wrestle in Texas. Yes, it was. I, I mean, I watched it on TV, but, you know, yeah. I was there digitally. In spirit. I think everyone has biases, right? And it's really, I think it's really foolish when people go, I'm not biased, I'm not biased, blah, 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 blah. It's like, nah, you are. Mm. You like some things more than others, and that informs your criticism and your takes on pro wrestling. So I think it's actually quite fun to acknowledge these things. Yeah. And I think it's really cool that our question friend here loves the spinner belt. Like, Hell it, yeah. I find it so weird when people come and talk to me about wrestling and are like, God, oh, I remember growing up and the, the big feud when I was eight years old was John Cena and Randy Orton. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone came so into wrestling young. around the same time as I did, but obviously, yes, some people came in when the Nexus were running roughshod or whatever it may be. Yeah, I quite like the Nexus. Absolutely, I should have done more with them. That's not really a, that's not really a hot take to be perfectly honest. Personal biases for me, Undisputed Era when they got started, I just found them really irritating, like mm. really nerdy. And then I kind of figured out that that was the point. You're not really supposed to think they're cool. They're kind of jocks who think they're cool. Yeah. So for a while, I was like, I hate these guys. Get them off my TV, even when the matches were banging. Mm. That's one for me. Current era NXT, I have a deep-rooted bias against. <laughs> That's why I don't review it, because it wouldn't be fair. But hey, it's okay to have your own opinions, and you can have your own opinions down there in the, co down here, in the yeah. comment section. <laughs> have it out with people. But hey, hey. Be nice about it. Yeah, be respectful. What are you biased against? What are you biased towards? Let us know. Robert Smith asks, He's what back. is your favorite puppy of all time? Not the biggest, just your favorite. Mine is when Brock Lesnar's music hit in 2012. Ooh, very good, very good. I've gone, gone through this a couple of times on the channel at least, right? But it's just so layered and fun and meta. My favorite pop of all time is John Cena returning at the Royal Rumble. Yes. Madison Square Garden. Because he was way ahead of schedule from his injury recovery. Mm -hmm. He's like Lazarus, the way this guy recovers. So no one expected it. So it was like a really out of the blue, awesome moment. But it's the double whammy, like I've explained before. It's the guttural, like, just emotional response from him. People going, oh my God, he's here, he's back, How? blah, blah, yeah. And then every mother hubbard in the... In the, in the Building. That Miss J was, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. Suddenly realizing, oh no, I'm supposed to hate this guy. It's John Cena. This isn't cool. And then going, yeah, boo! I think it's the best thing ever. Yeah, it. it is up there for me, absolutely. Um, I know our editor's gonna, if you had to pick one, would be Edge's return at the Royal Rumble. Good pick. 
it is right up there. So I wanted to give that one a mention. But I think my favorite pop, completely selfishly, has to be the one where I popped so large, I almost <laughs> passed out. And that's Cody Rhodes returning to WWE at WrestleMania. I distinctly remember, you know, because we were like, what if it's Shane? <laughs> what if it is Shane that's going to face Seth Rollins here? And then obviously wrestling has more than one royal family. And I screamed so much, I forgot to breathe. <laughs> I was like, ah! Uh, and then he <laughs> fell into full chambers, basically. So I, I loved that, but um, yeah, there's, there's far too many to choose from for that. Yeah. On a completely, uh, again, subjective one, the Iconics winning the tag titles at WrestleMania 35. We were all there, sat together, and uh, I just thought, sorry. That's just my fantasy book. It's like Tony D'Angelo becoming WWE champion right now, for example. I was like, in my head, yes, but that's never going to happen because you've got Bailey and Sasha Banks in there. And yet, no, the Iconics were legal. And uh, it was just the best night that. It's a really long night, but three of my favorite results. And uh, Kofi as well. Kofi winning the world title that same show 35 was great it was just really really long I reckon if you trimmed maybe a third of the matches off of it oh all timer mania first mania for me so it was always going to be go good yeah, my first one as well yeah live there in the flesh so there you go uh, right let's get on leaving our... that Wrestlemania not so much yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go over to Daniel Lopez who asks yo what up my dudes Hello. What up, Daniel? Hello, Daniel. Uh, When the Bloodline story is finally over, who should be the one that gets all the credit for it on the spot? Probably Paul Heyman. I was going to say the same. Like, I want to give a a nod to Roman Reigns and the Usos, and obviously Sami Zayn should deserve some of the credit for all this, and Papa H, because let's not forget... Vince? He's cooking. No, never get any credit to that old git. Um, But it's Paul Heyman. It's all down to Paul Heyman, this, let's be honest, isn't it? Yeah. I think uh, it, it, obviously the performers deserve lots of credit for playing the roles, yes. doing the job. Great matches, great segments, all of that. They deserve all the credit in the world. But when in terms of like, the construction of it, aside from the people who are okaying everything, I feel like a lot of it does come from Paul. And there have been all kinds of reports that Paul does creative for the people he's working with mm-hmm. all the time. Doesn't necessarily mean that he has the final say on absolutely everything. It still needs to be signed off by a Triple H or a Vince or whoever mm-hmm. is going through the shows and stuff. But you'd imagine that a lot of this stuff is coming from Paul. I would give him the majority of the credit mm. for sure. I yeah, yeah, some, some fantastic stuff that he's done as part of this. And uh, yeah, God, there's going to be a time when the bloodline stuff's over. Yeah. What the hell do we do then? I know. What do we move on to? It's going to be. I wonder what the next big story for them is going to be. I mean, they think it's the Judgment Day, potentially. It's the slow conniption of Cody Rhodes, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to slowly turn him. Oh, the Cody-verse is coming, brother. Oh, yeah. The Cody-verse, it, it's, it's on its way already. Before WrestleMania, when he was, like, doing interviews in empty buildings, pointing at the sign, it's like, what are you up to here? What's going on, Code Man? He's, the chaos is never too far. If they ever do, the, the not necessarily the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania, but following him finishing the story, winning the world title... If they announce Cody Rhodes' open mic night, yeah, you know what's coming. Well, who the hell told you about that, Adam? <laughs> is what I want to know. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk war games from Mister Philadelphia, who is oh. of course hosting WrestleMania next the year. Cheesemaster himself. Let's go. <laughs> hey guys, if you could captain hey your own or your own war games team in a match against each other, who would you pick to be on your teams? You could pick wrestlers, rest, wrestlers uh, from uh, WWE, Impact, AW, and New Japan. So, we, oh. so we, we decided before we came in here, we're obviously on the teams because yeah. we, we're brilliant workers and we've taken loads of bumps in our lives. Um, 
Are we gonna get four more picks? Okay, so couple of mine, well, no, one of mine was in WWE, but is not anymore. So I get- Bollocks, let's just pick anyone. All right, uh, so I'll go first. Okay. Big Tom, Ishii. Oof. Big Tom, there you go. Well, I'm starting with. In your, in your war games team, you need to have people you know you can trust. Who better than my best friend, Maxwell Jacob Friedman? All right, I'm gonna take your Maxwell Jacob Friedman and carry him with Big Bill. Oh, son of a bitch! Eat it, boy. <laughs> God damn it. Gunther. Okay. God, well, jeez, what a team! Ah, uh, God, who's going to be the most jacked out of our team? Gunther, MJF, or me? <laughs> well, I've got an even more jacked guy, Big T, formerly known as Ahmed Johnson, of course. There you go. Uh, I need a high flyer, don't I? Yeah. Do you know what? I just saw before we came in here on Twitter. This guy doing a this sick move. He used to, I'm fairly certain he did it when he was in WCPW for us, where he comes off the top rope and hits the opponent with double knees to their ch- chest or back, whatever. I want to have Mike Bailey. I like Mike Bailey. All right. I'm a speedball guy too. I respect yeah. it. Yeah. So, so far I've got Big Tom, Big Bill, and Big T. And you got all, it's all the bigs. Big Show. Eat it. <laughs> the big, the, and the big boys. big team. The big boys. There we go. Right. Big bloody team. So I have right now me, MJF, Gunther, and Mike Bailey. Who on earth do I have for my fifth? I can't it. just cheat and have like Brock. Yeah. That's just bollocks. I think we need. I think we need someone a, a, a wild card. That's yeah. what I need in there. Enzo Amore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my big boys are going to use him as a toothpick. Especially Big, big Bill. Bill. Yeah, there you go. Oh. How'd you beat Big Bill? You get Enzo Amore in. Who be in your War Games team to take on ours? Let us know in the comments. And if you want more mania like this, we're going to do these more often. Yeah, Subscribe, I like these. Hit the notification button. We, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Yeah, let's move on to the next question. Uh, we've done that one. This one comes from 1983 J Cheat. And if you didn't think we were giving you spicy enough answers up to this point, here we go! Why do some, no sorry, why do you think some fans believe Tony Khan is a better booker than Vince McMahon? What does AEW allegedly do better than WWE besides longer matches? Now, I'm gonna take this question at face value in terms of He's not asked why AW, why we think some people think AEW is better than WWE now. He said, why is Vince's WWE not as good as Tony's AEW? Yeah. I think it's a different question today than if you're asking me about sure. that. But if you're asking me about that, give fans satisfactory finishes. Like, we've just had the conversation about LA Knight, right? Which is coming from the fact that Vince is like, oh, I just don't get it. And then we've only just reported, I think, at the start of this week that he's gone, hey, that, that LA Knight seems to be quite popular, despite the fact he was one of the most over guys on WrestleMania weekend this yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and just less bollocks. You may not like the, the blood or the, the freedom that some of the wrestlers have, but my God, how many times have you wanted to just put your foot through the telly watching AEW? Not as many times as watching WWE. I realise that was a longer time period, but like 2016 to 2019 sweet jesus yeah and long periods before that yeah, as well yeah just taking a 3 year period for me i think the most simple answer to this question why do people why do some people think tony khan is a better booker than vince mcmahon to me really simple they they like his wrestling more yeah they like his brand of wrestling more because this is a subjective question this is not an objective question if it was objective it would be who's the better promoter yes. or it'd be vince mcmahon technically because he, he's drawn more money over the years um but booker is a completely different thing and it's entirely subjective um but if someone was to answer why do they prefer AEW's brand of wrestling it would be because it's different to wwe's in certain areas and that the finishers are generally cleaner uh a lot of the time when you follow a story through you'll get to the conclusion you know, not always the case. I'm not saying AEW's perfect storytelling. It's just a brand of wrestling that people prefer. If this question is personified by two of our best writers here at What Culture in the Dadley Boys. Michael Sidgwick loves AEW so much. He wrote a book about it, which, which you is available buy. on Amazon right now. Amazon. And Michael Hamflet loves WWE so much, he's never stopped watching it. Never. Despite everything. Yeah. If you want more of that sort of thing, by the way, What Culture Wrestling Podcast, they go out on a daily basis and I just sit there and eat some popcorn. Yeah, well, the other two swear about yeah. stuff. It's a great time. Uh, Maniac Jordan writes, what is your favourite wrestling match ever? Woo! Big, big, big question here. We did I actually did a Talking Heads. We did. Faces type thing on this very subject. So if you want to see the whole team's answers, you can check that out afterwards. Uh, mine is uh, 10 years old this year, actually. Wow. It's uh, old enough to... Have, have its 10th birthday. Uh, <laughs> maybe not a match everyone has seen, but it's my favourite. So it's uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Katsuyori Shibata from the 2013 G1 Climax. It's 12 minutes long. It's absolutely perfect. It encompasses everything I love about pro wrestling. It's aggressive, it's fast, it's fierce. There's no fanning around. There's no waiting and holds. There's no running down the clock. It's all action all the time. Punch you in the face, get in, get out pro wrestling. It's perfect. It's the best Is that match before ever. before or after he had his brain removed? <laughs> I'll just phone Krang and ask him. He'll, he'll know. He took it out, washed it in a washing up bowl, popped it back in and look at it's him like now. Brain surgery is easy. Just go ask up. 
Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always tell this story when I oh, talk about oh, oh, it. He's the stone pit bull, isn't he? Yeah. Go yeah. make a squeaky noise. <laughs> there we go, sorry. He's the sorry. stone pit bull, and yeah. uh, I was security for him when he was in WCPW. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine A, someone trying to start something with him, and B, me being like, I'll handle this. Yeah. Don't worry, cleaner, I got this. <laughs> cleaner, I got this. Uh, um, Cole Gargano, right. uh, takeover New York, two out of three falls. We were there, it was awesome. I. I distinctly remember afterwards, I was going to meet you in the, outside the Barclays Centre, and I was so excited, I ran across a road without looking, don't do that kids by yeah. the way, and I ran to say like, how fl- I didn't say flipping, how flipping good was that match, but <laughs> you saw me co- coming, I got Cedric did not, and I terrified him, <laughs> so much so that we didn't have a conversation about the match music, he was like, why did you do that? <laughs> but I love it. It hasn't been and, the same since. Yeah, I think... It's that time of year again where I have to go back and watch it. Yeah. It is just awesome. You gotta do it. Go go to bat for your favourite matches. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, LBW. <laughs> next question today <laughs> comes from Shea Braven, uh, who asks that now that we are... Fa- We're going back to the pandemic, brother. Now Please, that we- <laughs> God, no. <laughs> now that we are far removed from the darkest time of no crowd shows, what is the moment that would have gotten a huge pop that you are most sad we missed out on? For me, it's Becky telling Asuka that she is now the champion because oh, she's going off to be a mom. Yeah, that was lovely. Although, I, in a weird way, I'm not going to go whole... I missed the pandemic, actually, because Bailey could put her faces on the screen in the Thunderdome. <laughs> just hearing Asuka's not amplified, just in-the-moment reaction, they're like, oh, oh. Like, Happy just a little, like, yeah. unbelievable was, was was lovely. Yeah, that would have been great, and there'd have been chance and what have you. Um, it's fairly obvious, but it's Drew McIntyre winning a world title. Yeah, fair. Poor fair. bastard. Yeah. That'd have been great. Cursed. And I thought, I don't worry, they're going to do it at 30... Seven? Yeah, and then he lost. And then he lost. <laughs> After having... did they? Was that the one where they had to sort of kill half an hour because it was pouring it down? I don't recall. Joe's in his little poncho. Yeah, me, me and Adam Nicholas did the stream for the first it's, night of that. And no, it, was, it might have been 36. No, like, it might have been 37. An hour and a half of us commentating on a rainstorm. That it was, was something it. else. Uh, go over to the other company in America. <laughs> Sting's debut. It was already yes. really special. Like, I really love the way they did it in the... Empty, pseudo empty, whatever. Yeah, like 20 people. Yeah, 20 people were on ringside or whatever. Uh, Like the way they did it was really cool with the snow coming down and it felt big, it felt magic, but I can only imagine how much more special that would have felt in a packed out arena. Yeah. And he's had a great run. Tony Schiavone was great on the call there, but it would have been nicer to be barely able to hear him. Yeah, absolutely. Like screaming himself hoarse. Oh, cool. Uh, This final question is going to get me murdered if I ever meet this wrestler. JC Manable, I'd like to interview him as well. JC Manable writes, how do you make Lance Archer a draw? Why have you done that for me, JC? Yeah, mate? he's going to be I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I think he can be a draw because I think he's he's been shown to be a brilliant, just killer in AEW. I'll tell you how you make him a draw. Have him actually win a few feuds. Like, yes. He's always built up. Yes. He hoys some loser through a, I don't know, plate glass window on his way to the ring. And then once he got the big one, aside from the time he won that US title match against John Moxley, the yeah. IWGP, um, how many times did he actually win the big one? This is it. Like, he's the guy that AEW used as, like, a monster to slay at the end of a feud. Yeah, or, like, the first um, person as a title defence or whatever. Yeah. Like, the, the, the male Nyla Rose of the, the world titles. 100% that. And the thing is, right, he's really good at that, but he could be more. Yeah. I think... I love Lance Archer. I got, I got a hot take. Maybe it's not a hot take. Lance Archer is the best squash match wrestler of all time. That's my Ooh. hot take. He is pantheon tier at killing jobbers. Like, 
just dragging people out from the back, launching them around as if they're weightless. It helps that he's massive, it helps that he's scary, and it helps that all of his moves are really cool. Yeah. Uh, but he, I think he's the best squash wrestler of all time. He's up there. Do that for a while, do what you've just said, and have him actually win a few feuds. But also, the way to book a monster in this day and age, because not everyone can just win 400 matches in a row, right? Uh, the way to book a monster is the Miro blueprint. It's to give them a weakness that opponents can attack, and therefore they have a believable reason to lose every now and then, although Lance should really lose like one out of 50 matches, really. Uh, it it kind of keeps them protected in a way, and it also tells the story of the match. Mm. With Miro, during his first run, he has a bad neck. People can target that. Opportunistic wrestlers even to like... People lower on the card like Fuego Del Sol can get openings by attacking the weakness. Achilles heel. Uh, that's how you do it. I don't know what you would do with Lance. I know he's had like back problems in the past, so yeah. maybe his back is the thing you target. Yeah, you forget how old he is. He he has been through the wars as well. Yeah. He has had several major surgeries. So for him to be able to still do like walk along the ropes and do flips and stuff, <laughs> yeah. insane. I love Lance Archer. Uh, he's not going to kill us after this, is no, he? No, Lance can make him dance, in our opinion. And our final question of the day comes from a, it comes from an old friend of the channel, oh. a long-time contributor, Rahul V. Krishnan. Ah, shout out, Rahul. Uh, hello, gentlemen. If pro wrestling had a transfer window similar to football, soccer brackets, uh, between promotions, which current wrestlers do you think would be? And we've got four here, so okay. we'll, we'll do them relatively quick. Yeah. The most expensive transfer. Who's M killing Mbappe going to Saudi Arabia? MJF. MJF. MJF's getting a big payday, uh, I was, baby. I was going to say Roman Reigns. Because that, that man, he brings the money, he brings the numbers, he brings the ratings, he brings the interest. Yeah, but he's going to be like when Michael Jordan went, I'm going to play baseball. He's going to Hollywood, baby. You reckon? Then yeah. he's going to come back for a slightly deflating comeback tour. <laughs> and he's going to buy the Washington Wizards or whatever he did. Um, yes. I like it. Uh, question number two. Uh, who would Tony Khan and Triple H's first signings for their respective promotions? So th th this bit of the question confused me. So can you just poach anyone from either roster? Yeah, unless you make it more interesting. Yeah, got to be but from they have the to go obviously yeah, gotta be from the other side <laughs> Starks Starks for Triple H he feels like a Triple H kind of guy like he loves you know your Garganos your Coles over, over the years in NXT I, I think I think Starks I'm, I'm glad that they've what they've done with Starks very recently because yeah he's a gorgeous prick that's the best role for him Triple H I think is going for Adam Cole first I oh he, yeah he Come loves on, Adam Cole he'd love to have him back I yeah, I suppose if MJF's going yeah. as well, he's going to go with his mate. Is it? So. Who's, uh, who's, who's Tony going for? going for? Ooh, that's a question. Yeah. Looking at the roster, AJ Styles. Yeah. Not that AJ Styles is like the greatest wrestler in the world now. He's still really good, don't get me wrong. But like, Tony likes like history, legacy, all of that. Like, he's a wrestling nerd. He's an old internet message board guy. Tony Khan 100% has videotapes of AJ Styles wrestling yeah, in the NWA Wild that's Side. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a really good point. He, he's got AJ versus, I don't know. He's got the set then, hasn't he? He's got yeah. Daniels, he's got Sting, he's got Joe. Bring him home. That's bring a great. Him, I was going to say Bailey, but yeah. he's not going for a female wrestler, is he? <laughs> you yeah. have to bring more than one match a week. <laughs> Uh, a couple more. Most shocking transfer. Bray Wyatt to AEW, why not? Ooh. He's, his name's Wyndham, so it's like Barry Wyndham. There you go. Sami Zayn. Ooh, that'd be fun. Like, he's done great things, and he's, he's always struck me as someone who knows to, like, go out on... Not go out, but to do the right thing on to when you're on top. 
Like, don't wait until people get bored of it. It's a, a shock, like, he's done what? Yeah. Brock? Brock. Tony yeah, he would, goes where the money is. He would love to have Brock. 100%. Jesus. Uh, last Brock one. versus Orange Cassidy. Yes, Boom. please. There you go. That's uh, going to get the comments. Yes, it is. Uh, worst transfer, real quick. Chris uh, Jericho going back to WWE. Uh, wouldn't work. Davey Boy Smith Jr. going to WWE last year. There you go. They signed him, they didn't use him, and then they got released. So, yeah. objectively, that's the worst transfer. Uh, and Kenny Omega to WWE. They just... Wouldn't work. It, it just wouldn't work, and... Uh, Dan Housen would not work in WWE. <laughs> no. He would. They would murder that boy. Who would? Who would? AEW. Mm. Who would AEW make a hack of? Like a complete mess of. That's a tough one. I don't know. Goldberg. I don't oh know. no, that's gonna happen. Yeah, we yeah, can't. That's definitely. Wanna, happen, that's, that may have already happened by the time this video you comes know what out. We've got do? two episodes of AEW to happen. They can let us know in the comment section hey. below while we sign off. Check out this video in the middle. Thank you for your time. Thanks for your questions. We'll see you later. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.